ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Ireland, China, and Germany in the states of Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Maryland. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. And a thank you to Aaron Allen for his celebratory email. He wrote, I just saw something about you on Facebook. 90,000 listeners? That's fantastic. I'm so happy for you and all the people finding peace and positivity with your show. Here's to many more listeners to come. Thank you, Aaron. And thank you to each of you who are choosing to create more love and compassion in your own life and in the world. I appreciate all of you. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-Empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. And through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is discover your creativity. You can reconnect with your higher self by discovering what form of creativity gives you joy. Explore writing, dance, music, and art. Create just for your own pleasure, self-expression, and self-discovery. If you're concerned about people criticizing you, keep your creative explorations to yourself. Creativity is not what you think it is. Creativity is not about making money in a creative profession. It's about expressing the self, and that's self with a capital S. Critics and art teachers have given us the false belief that some people are creative and some are not. The truth is that everyone is created, creative and created. <laughs> this was obvious even to Pablo Picasso who said, every child is an artist. The problem is how to remain an artist once he grows up. Judgment, criticism, and fear convince us that only some people are creative. When we are cut off from our own creativity, we are cut off from the deepest, truest part of ourselves, our soul. That separation results in depression, anxiety, and other problems. We may become successful, but if we are hiding our inner truth, we can't 
be happy. It's hard to keep the charade going because our higher self knows the lie. There are two basic approaches to engaging in the creative process. The most common one is to use your logical mind to determine what the completed project will look like before you ever begin. The less common approach is to focus on the process rather than the product. And this is the approach that takes us into our unconscious mind where we can connect with our soul and discover the truth of who we really are. Both anxiety and depression are signals that negative thoughts and emotions are stuck in our body and are trying to get our attention. Taking the uncommon approach to the creative process helps people get into their unconscious mind and discover what is hidden below the surface that's causing them distress. By bringing the information out of hiding and into conscious awareness, the negative thoughts and emotions begin to dissolve. How we express our creativity is unique to us, and because someone else doesn't value it doesn't mean we shouldn't. Brain researchers estimate that there is 10 million times more information in the creative right brain than in the logical left brain. That's a lot of information to deny ourselves because someone made us believe that we were not creative. You can make a choice to discard that false belief and embrace your special creativity. Fear and anxiety separate us from the divine and keep us from receiving all the gifts of the divine. In my next workshop, Dissolving Fear and Anxiety, I will teach the process that my guides recently channeled through to me. Doing this technique only 33 times on your own will give you the benefits of three to five years of counseling. If that's hard to believe, it's because the dominant cultural ideas about healing are outdated and limited. True healing comes through vibrations emitted by sound, color, and energy. The vibrations bypass the conscious mind and go directly to the deepest levels of our unconscious mind, instinctual self, and inner child to clear negative thoughts. The process you will experience is new and uses simple chance along with color. Each time we release some of our fears and anxiety, we will clear our space of that negative energy and refill with light and love. This process will bring you balance, emotional well-being, inner security, and success. You will naturally start to feel more love and positivity and move closer to enlightenment. I have been using this technique for myself and am thrilled with the profound effect it's having and how I feel, and the ease with which good things are coming to me. Literally, everything is changing, and life is lighter, freer, and more fun. For details and to register for the October 6th workshop, go to paulajoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching, or invite me to give a speech in your area, or to present this workshop or another one like the Am Awakening, Embodying the Divine Feminine, or learning to think and live without fear. 
choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Kathy Wild, who has Return to talk with us about healing anxiety and depression with the creative process. In last week's show, Dr. Linda Backman talked with us about people who have lived most of their previous lives on other planets and have chosen to be born on Earth to help us. One of the reasons they are here now is to help us balance the divine feminine and the divine masculine. Technology, science, and masculine thinking have dominated our planet. It's time now for us to balance this way of being with intuition, compassion, and more positive social interactions. Linda pointed out that we all need to be a part of this balancing by engaging in activities like volunteering. It reminded me of my two episodes with Stefan Schwartz who said that we will create permanent positive social change when 10% of the world population sets the intention to make compassionate, life-affirming choices for the well-being of all. It can be as simple as smiling at someone on the street or holding a door open for a stranger. These simple actions raise the vibrations of everyone in the vicinity, and they pass that positive energy on everywhere they go, and it keeps multiplying to the next people and the next people. We can also be careful about using labels and judging people by those labels. Linda gave us another way to think about people who have things like ADHD or learning differences or on the autistic spectrum or have extreme sensitivities to chemicals or stimuli like sound. She says they are not flawed. In fact, many of these conditions are now being understood from a more positive perspective. When I first started teaching, we used the term learning disabilities, which eventually became learning differences because all children are capable of learning. When we started asking the question, how does this child learn and how can I support their way of learning, we began having more success. We stopped blaming the child and started looking for solutions. This is part of the balancing that Linda said we are engaging in now. After this show, Nancy wrote, I just watched a show tonight where they proposed 
proposed a theory that people with Rh negative blood type may be descendants of Atlantis, who were said to be half god, half man, and perhaps alien. Other characteristics include a widow's peak, a cleft chin, light-colored eyes, high intelligence, feeling like an outsider, having a mission in life, and being intuitive. I never heard this before, but it's super interesting. I thought it went with your topic this week, so I wanted to share it with you. Thank you, Nancy. Yes, this theory is intriguing, and legitimate researchers like Dr. Linda Backman are discovering proof of interplanetary lives, which opens up all kinds of possibilities in a universe that is far more complex than our minds can comprehend. I've learned to approach new ideas with curiosity rather than a knee-jerk reaction. It truly is an amazing world, and we're just beginning to scratch the surface of what's out there and what is possible. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page for previous shows to help you stretch your thinking. Please listen to July 2, 2015 with Dave DeSano, Scientific Proof of Psychic Phenomena. September 10th, 2015 with also Dave, Reincarnation, the Proof and the Gift. And December 8th, 2014 with Bernie Siegel, Bernie's Wisdom, the Soul, Spirit guides and past lives you can hear these shows or any others that you have missed or want to listen to again that's the beauty of having the shows on demand you have easy access anytime day or night allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope comfort or inspiration whenever it is i'm here for you now it's time for the silver lining story I was talking recently with an 11-year-old who was starting her second week of a new school and having some anxiety about it, the kind of anxiety that kept her from falling asleep. It's too easy to assume that children don't have stress, anxiety, and depression. All too often, the roots of serious adult problems start in childhood. If the adults in their lives don't pay close attention, we They can assume all is well when children are suffering silently and hiding what's really going on inside. She also said she wasn't certain who she could trust, which is an indication that something is happening at home, possibly an abusive parent, which has undermined her ability to trust easily. I reminded her that she has made a lot of successful adjustments in her life to new houses, schools, camps, and friends, and that when she got worried about new experiences, she could always think about her past successes. There was a slight glimmer of recognition as she thought about what I was saying. I'm certain this that this child will make the adjustment. The silver lining was for me. Growing up, I didn't have people who paid attention to how I was doing emotionally. They had their hands full managing their own emotional well-being. I was left to figure it out for myself, which I didn't do very successfully. It all looked great on the outside, but it wasn't so great on the inside. My own journey through healing, abuse, anxiety, and depression has given me the tools to help others and also to recognize when someone needs help even if they don't know how to ask for it. 
Here are two more tools you can use in your healing process. The first one is to create a drawing that you keep in a private place where you can look at it periodically. The drawing will help bring you peace the peace that you desire. First, choose a color that represents peace to you. Then draw a symbol with that color on your paper. Finish by writing an affirmation under it. That's something like, I am now at peace in my thoughts and emotions in and through love only. The second tool is an affirmation that you can say or think anytime you feel depressed or anxious, where it's during the day, in the middle of the night. Keep repeating it in your mind for as long as you need to and as often as you need to. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. Our guest today, Kathy Wilde, has spent over 30 years developing innovative approaches to the creative process for private clients in the San Francisco area, as well as corporate clients, including Wells Fargo, Pacific Bell, and Pacific Gas and Electric. She has also been a pioneer in somatic counseling, the expressive arts, and life coaching. Her book, Wild Ideas, was awarded a silver medal by the Nonfiction Authors Association. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Read about and register for my Dissolving Fear and Anxiety Workshop or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, are you willing to consider the possibility that you don't have to stay on medications for the rest of your life for depression and or anxiety? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Kathy Wild, who is here to talk with us about healing anxiety and depression with the creative process. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. 
With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. are listening to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit with dr paula joyce to reach the show today please call 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to dr paula joyce at gmail.com now back to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say. I hope you wrote down you're willing to consider the possibility that you don't have to stay on medications for the rest of your life for depression or anxiety. And I'm so pleased to welcome Kathy Wild, who's here to talk with us about healing anxiety and depression with the creative process. Welcome, Kathy. Hi, it's great to be here. Well, it's good to have you back. Um, Our first conversation on creativity and the creative process was so wonderful and our ideas um, are so in sync. And and I just felt like I was talking to another version of myself. So, um, and, and after the show, just to um, clue in the listeners as to this process. You and I had such a long conversation about uh, the creative process and depression and anxiety that I thought uh, you need to come back and talk about that. So here we are, and I'm so grateful you said yes to that. And I was wondering if you would begin by talking with us a little bit about your own experience that led you to this as a um, as a passion and and a mission. Well, I you know I grew up with my mom who basically had several breakdowns before I was five years old, um, just, you know, it was the 1950s, and she was extremely sensitive, uh, a very creative person, but she, you know, like many women in that era, she really couldn't find her path, and women weren't encouraged to, and she went into the role of homemaker, and I don't think it was something that was suited to her, 
Uh, and after I was born, I, I think she probably had undiagnosed uh, postpartum depression, which we, you know, know so much more about now. But she basically became overwhelmed by the demands of caring for a helpless infant. And my dad was away all the time. He was still in medical school. And I think that the uh, lack of sleep and having to uh, meet the needs of an infant by herself were too much. And she fell into depression. Uh, she started smoking and using alcohol. And, she, and, of course, in those days, they over-medicated uh, people with the drugs. And so she was basically became more and more unavailable. And I really just kind of grew up mostly on my own. And on the one hand, it, I looked like I was doing okay. I was out you know, playing in the street and developing myself independently. But unbeknownst to me, I was kind of in a position of being set up for my own depression. And I come as I got older, I'd come home from school and there'd be nobody home and there wasn't anyone there to really help me with homework, things like that. So I really internalized this sense that I was really on my own and there was nobody there. And... I developed my own depression that didn't really show up until I really left high school and got to college, and then it all came crashing down because I really was having trouble adapting. And I think I felt very, I was very insecure. I looked at other people who were functioning much better than I was, and I was always struggling to keep up. And at another level, I kind of tried to harden myself, and I, I think I did that fairly successfully when I was younger, you know, against my vulnerabilities. And my mother became sort of the example of what not to be. And eventually she was removed from the home uh, because she uh, kind of nodded off with a cigarette and the house caught on fire. And so she was removed from the home, and... At that time, I really just stopped speaking to her. My dad would want to take us to visit her, and I just refused to go. So I really hardened myself against her and the debilitating effects of her depression, and for a long time that really worked. But meanwhile, underneath, I was really hurting, and I wasn't aware of how much I was hurting until I tried to make my way in the world. And I was extremely lost and really did not have very much self-esteem. I didn't feel I had any obvious talents. I, I couldn't follow the paths that the culture was sort of laying out for where I was supposed to go, either professionally or even personally, because I tried being married, and that really didn't work. So there was, I was really very mixed up, and I had my own bouts of depression that kind of alternated with anxiety, which is really a heightened state of fear and a sense of dread about the future and racing thoughts. And so I kind of went back and forth between those two and really struggled for a very long time as a result of not really having this good start and really having a mother who was just checked out because she was struggling. I, I think the biggest thing that I had to overcome was my hatred of her, because that's really what happened. You, you can only deal with being hurt for so long before you develop a lot of rage as a defense, and having to overcome that hatred of her 
uh, was a, was an important part of my own recovery. So how did you use the creative process to get yourself to where you are today, um, which is, you know, way on the other side of that spectrum, that person who you've just been described. If someone told me that I would have written a book or that I would have become an artist myself or any of the things I'm doing, I just, I don't think I would have believed it. Um, Well, I think the one saving grace is that I, I really felt like I had to save my own life, and I, I started reading everything I could. Uh, you know, I was fortunate that I was coming of age, you know, during the 60s and 70s, and there was a lot of breakthrough uh, in, psycho- in terms of the human potential movement, and people were beginning to explore and ask questions. And I just read voraciously. I was uh, very much self-educated, and I was trying to help myself. And I think one of the first books I read was The Road, uh, the Road Not Taken by Scott Peck. That, I think that book saved my life. Um, mm. it, the first sentence in that book, Life is Difficult, it, it just validated my own experience because I think I thought other people weren't suffering the way that I was. I, people didn't talk about those kind of things, and I was really trapped in my own uh, private world. And just reading that book really began to help me start reflecting and start validating my own experience. So I did a lot of reading, and eventually I did have counseling, of course, but most of it was my own education. Uh, And, of course, the 60s was full of exploration and and, uh, experimentation and moving out of the conventional ways of thinking. So that was the beginning, and... And eventually, I uh, was able, I started uh, following my own inner guidance because I couldn't hold a regular job and I couldn't move through the channels. And I did finish college, but it took me a very long time. I I felt the conventional slots and the conventional paths were too high pressure for me, the competition, and I, I really developed the need to have to move according to my own inner guidance and my own pace. And I found that when I was able to do that, I could learn and I could develop my professional uh, path. And I was actually, I, I, I was actually a pioneer in what's now called, uh, you know, fitness training. But at the time, there was nothing like that. And I was one of the very first people uh, because I had an interest in uh, getting back into shape and I really... Um, you know, in college, you know, you eat a lot of junk food and you don't really take care of yourself. And I really wasn't feeling very well. And I started to take better, much better care of myself and develop my own workout program. And I ended up going to people's homes and offices with that. And this was in an era uh, before that was really done. And I was written up in L.A. Magazine. They found out about my service um, and so I found that by turning to my own inner guidance uh, and really listening to myself, and I was able to start doing that because of all the reading I was doing. And I just sort of pulled away from the outside world for a number of years uh, because it just wasn't working for me. And so that was really the beginning of my healing. And eventually I found my way to the creative process because I was... Uh, Eventually, I started building a private practice, and 
I started doing some consulting, and the creative process, just again, it was, a, it was my inner guidance. It, I started thinking about creativity and for, for my clients, but I was started to do a, a research on the creative process. And in the course of reading about it, I realized that this was something that I could do, and I started just, I started to make art and I started to write on my own and eventually I incorporated a lot of those uh, processes into my practice. So I just felt like through that trial and error process of really listening to what I needed and, and, and really being less connected to what other people thought was really the way to go for me. And I think that when you are dealing with anxiety and depression, one of the things you have to do is start to trust trust those emotions, which sounds counterintuitive because they seem to cause so much pain. But I do feel that anxiety and depression are there to try to bring you deeper into yourself so that you can heal. And through that process of exploring the pain, you can find ways of moving beyond it. So that's really what happened for me. And I, well, I think that I'd always felt uh, an affinity with creators. I was always drawn to the creators because, you know, the stereotype of creators, especially from the past, is that, you know, they did suffer and, and, and they did uh, march to a different drummer and they did deal with a lot of rejection. And I identified with that. And so I felt like I had the soul of an artist in some way, but I didn't know how to develop my talent because I was so afraid of being criticized. So I think by exploring the, the understanding the basics of creativity, it made me realize that it was something I could do too if I worked hard enough at it and pursued it. And so well, I went to a I went to a ahead. drawing class at a local museum and I did what I wanted to. I brought colored pastels when everyone else is using charcoal and paper. But I, I, I like color. And I just, did, I just at that point had found the ability to do what I wanted to do. And I had, so, I had such a positive experience with it uh, that I really felt like I wanted to bring those principles to, into my practice, which is non-judgment and really following the impulses that come from within yourself. Once you take the judgmental aspect out, then, uh, you know, you're really free to create. And, that, and the feeling that comes from creativity, it really triggers endorphins, which, which really counteract depression and anxiety because really you want to have more endorphins and you want to get them in a healthy way. So once you move the ju- remove the judgment of what you're doing, and it doesn't have to be good, it doesn't have to be something that's going to hang on the wall, just the process of creating and, and moving through uh, the, that, the stages brings, you, brings like a kind of high because you get lost in it. So how do you help people eliminate the judgment? 
because that's the, you know, some people see the blank page and they can't even begin. There's so much fear about judgment. And I have some clients, I'm sure you experience this too, who actually hide what they've done because they're afraid that um, someone at home will see it and criticize them and judge it. So I think family, you know, can be difficult because people can be very cruel. So I do, I actually agree with that. I think you should hide things uh, until you're ready. I think that creativity can be a private experience. One of the things that I think is really important for healing is that it's the opposite of most people do. Most people avoid what hurts. And so nobody wants to sit down and face the voice in their head that's judging them. That's, that's, that's telling them that they're not any good or telling them that other people won't think they're any good. So that is something that I help clients confront. And, and uh, one of the ways I do that, well, I've got two different ways. One way is that I'll give them a piece of paper and we'll look at the paper and then, and then I'll say, well, what are you feeling when you look at it? But rather than avoid the paper, we're looking at that paper and we'll notice what are the tensions and stresses or is there a voice in your head shouting at you. And then I might have them draw a picture of what is of the critic inside. What does that critic look like? And the act of doing that, a lot of feelings will come up, but instead of stopping, we just keep going and we keep making note of what the feelings are. What is, what is the dialogue or what are the feelings? And so that brings it to the surface. And then I, may, I might have the client answer back. Okay, well, that voice has just told you you're not any good. Well, what do you want to say about that? So it might be, well, I feel worthless when you say that to me. Why would you tell me that? And then maybe the, 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 the judge voice, that is being so mean, would have a chance to de- describe the motives for that. Well, I'm telling you that. It could be a number of things. Well, I'm telling you that because I'm trying to protect you because if I can stop you from drawing, then nobody will make fun of you. So that's one reason. Or it might say, well, I'm afraid that if you feel good about yourself, then, you won't, then I won't exist or you won't pay attention to me. So you find out that there's a part of you that's worried about being ignored and wants to be in control. And then I might, the client might say, well, why would you think that? And so there, there's, it, there begins to be a discussion about what are these motives for the self-harming that we're doing? What is the motive? Sometimes the motives, is, motives are protective, but other times there's internal competition for control from these various sub-personalities. And so just like you would in any relationship in the outside world, you have to engage the difficulty so that you can discover what the motives are. And in the process, you get to know yourself. This, so this is, this is, fa- this is fascinating. We, we need, Kathy, we need to go to break right now. But okay. I want to pick up because this is so important, what you said about how we want to avoid the things that make us feel bad, but those are the very things that we need to face in order to 
get rid of the depression and the anxiety and move forward with more joy in our lives. So let's talk more about this after the break. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to sign up for my email list. You'll receive the information of all our shows in the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, which Kathy also talks about, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down what you're going to do to begin truly healing your anxiety or depression. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Kathy Wilde to talk more about healing anxiety and depression with the creative process. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what you're going to do to begin truly healing your anxiety or depression. And remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Holarium can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Kathy Wilde talking about healing anxiety and depression with the creative process. Kathy, um, can you pick up where we you were talking about going into what hurts rather than avoiding it? And um, and I know you also talk about then self compassion and, and and empathy, and and finding your own voice, all, all of which is just so powerful. So please um, continue for us. Yes, I, I do want to share this really wonderful quote by the poet uh, Raina Maria Rilke, and I think that this is something people don't understand because when they feel bad, they make war. You know, you feel like you want to make war on your depression anxiety because it's hurting you. But I think if you have this attitude uh, that Rilke talks about when he said, perhaps everything terrible is in its deepest being something helpless that wants help from us. So if we can begin to understand that our fears, our anxieties, our depression is really something inside of us that is asking for help, then the idea would be, just like with a friend, are we going to turn our back or or are we going to turn towards that person or that part of us that is hurting? And and recognize that there may be something valuable in that, in that hurting, that something in us is trying to get, is to get our attention. Yes, so, that it's a positive, So, so that's negative. what's important, and, the, and there are techniques for engaging depression and anxiety that enable you to stand back and be more of a witness to find that witness place where you can then review the communication that is coming from the depression, because one of the things that happens with depression is that it's tamping down a variety of messages that are coming from the body. It's, it, it's like a broad brush of bleakness and hopelessness, which is really masking powerful individual feelings that, are, that a person can no longer feel. And once you contact the anger that may be there, the fear that may be there, the frustration that may be there, and, and have direct communication with it, the flow of those genuine emotions brings the life force back. So that's where it's really important, and that's where the creative process can help, because if you can write or you can draw a picture of what is going on, it's going to help bring, bring that energy back. So the circumstantial depression is different from chronic depression, and so many people have circumstantial depression, and that means it's a sign you need to examine your life. You know, is your job requiring you to compromise your integrity? You know, are you unable to admit you need to end your marriage? Are you feeling spiritually disconnected? Um, Are you uh, upset about your health? So all of these things can be faced, and there's a certain amount of necessary pain that's involved, but then you're going to lift that depression. But without compassion for yourself, without a willingness 
to say, I care enough about myself that I am going to explore something that is scary to me rather than look at it in a negative way. That, that the only way to heal, and, and that's what happened for me. I was so overcome by loneliness and, and the feeling of not fitting in and the depression that I really felt that I had to engage it. I mean, it got so bad there was no choice and there was no distractions that were possible. And I was determined to do that because I didn't want to end up like my mother, who basically her life was really just, she just kind of plodded on, but she didn't accomplish anything. And to me, that was unacceptable. So you have to make friends with this part of yourself that is hurting, and whether the symptoms are anxiety, uh, which is sort of a heightened state of fear, or whether it's depression, which is that blah, lack of energy feeling, it's the same. There's something there that you want to speak to. And the creative process really is a vehicle. It's not about making great art or writing the, the, the best novel or, or any of that, or, but whether it's art or music or dance and movement, all of these things will help you release what is trapped inside of you and creating that, that dark smoke. And eventually, if you had had trauma in your background like I have, you will eventually engage that trauma in order to release it. And I think for most people, you need to get support for that. I was fortunate that a lot of what I did was on my own, but I think I had a gift for it. And then I ended up helping other people because of that. Uh, not everybody's gifted in that way, and so sometimes it's helpful to, uh, you know, hire somebody that can help you with that process. And, again, I think that attitude, perhaps everything that seems terrible inside us, but in its deepest being is really something helpless that wants help from us. So if we can find that strength within ourselves to turn to that part that's hurting and say, I want to help you. I'm a grown-up now, so I don't need to pretend you're not there in order to survive. I want to help you, and I'm willing to put resources behind that, my time and my energy and my money uh, that I'm going to prioritize engaging with you. So I think that that's really important to begin engaging what is behind the depression and I think many people, I know in my practice, many people have been able to get off uh, the drugs that they're taking by, by doing these simple things. And I think that that's really something that hopefully will motivate people. Thank and, you so uh, much. I do talk about some of this in my book, Wild Ideas, Creativity from the Inside Out. And... It also uh, talks about the creative process, and it isn't just for artists. I think this is something that many people can benefit from and really feel re-energized uh, once you give yourself permission. Uh, absolutely, and I want to emphasize what you were saying, that if people do seek help, I encourage that as well. 
And But to also ask whether the person who you're thinking about having help you, the person when you interview people who could potentially help you, to make sure that they believe that it's possible for you to get off medication. I know too many people who have been told that this is a lifetime thing, and there's no hope. And and I. Do not believe that. I believe there's always hope in the ability to get out of depression and anxiety when you face it and that we are all stronger than we think we are. The ideas, Kathy, that you have shared and the wisdom and the belief system that you know to be true, not only through your own healing, but also through your work with your clients is so profound and so important. And I hope that the people listening will share this with others because at least a quarter of the population is on medication. And I'm sure it's higher than that for anxiety and depression. And we don't all need to do that. We'd have the strength to face ourselves and heal. So thank you so much, Kathy, for sharing this. I encourage everyone to purchase her book, Wild Ideas, Creativity from the Inside Out, and to go to her website, kathywild.com. Thank you, Kathy, and thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to paulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, read my latest blog, and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, tarot readings, dream interpretation, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Dissolving Fear and anxiety, overcoming abuse, discovering hope and silver linings. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind body body and soul resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Holarium who works with me and my clients and wants to help you too. He's the Archangel of Peace. Ask for his help daily and in in addition to whoever else you pray to. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Hilarium, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be at peace. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust he's helping you because he is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Amy Lee Mercure will talk about how self-compassion is the key to kindness, peace, joy, love, and happiness. October 4th, when Kat Young will return, this time to talk about the art of healing with crystals. Please keep sending me your questions, comments, and silver lining stories. I want to hear what's on your heart and mind. This is Dr. Polly, your CM, or chosen mom, as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. 
Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.